Okay, we are now recording. Shut up. Welcome to Awaken Sober Podcast, where we bring you recovery, Christ, and life. To my left, we have Pastor Shane. Say hello. Hello, hello. Across from me, we have DJ James. Wiggy, wiggy. <laughs> yes. So this is actually our first episode where we're actually trying to video record as we do this. So bear with us as we practice this one out. All right. So what is today's discussion, guys? Not practicing one out. No, we're not going to practice one out. No. Oh my goodness. That's just really funny to go to shows where your guys' minds actually go Thank sometimes. goodness we're recovery. Yeah. Yes. Very we much need so. It. We need a whole lot of Jesus. Oh, I'm so I need to tap into the You didn't do that yet? I my goodness. Not. Yeah, so we're trying in a new room. We're at a new place. Wi-Fi thing is on the board, and someone could not set up his Wi-Fi in time. Oh well, you know what? They, what do you need Wi-Fi for? Because my iPad doesn't have to it unless I have. You got no Bible unless you got the Wi-Fi. Pretty much. What kind of heathen are you, Pastor? Sign of the cross. Okay, that that'll work. So. It's, today is April 10th. It's a Monday, 2023. Episode 1, Wake and Sober Podcast. And we're off to a rousing start. This is great. Arousing? Not a rousing, but a rousing. <laughs> Do you hear I the difference? I didn't hear any difference in that. But, you know, it's hey, like not at all. The difference between addict and addict. Addict. <laughs> That was an interesting subject. Yes, it was. So you weren't there for that. So the men's Bible study, they like they make fun of the way I talk. And when I say attic, they like when I talk about the place that's in the roof area, or I'm actually talking about somebody in recovery. Oh, we weren't making fun of you. We just didn't understand you. No, you were making fun. That's why you brought the sign in. One said attic, one said attic on it. Because when you say that, then we could say, was it this one or was it this one? It's not making fun. We're just clarifying. Is that making fun? Ah, it just depends. Maybe giving him a hard time. But oh, definitely giving him a hard time. We're we'll be, we're building him up, right? To get him to maybe a. This is where it goes when they say you have friends like that. You don't need enemies. That's right. With friends like you, who needs enemies? Enemies. I have had way too many. Congratulations today. Well, congratulations. Congratulations on the congratulations. Why are we congratulating you? Oh, that's what we could talk about today. Let's do it. Pastor Shane, 11 years clean and sober. 11 years clean and sober. 11 years. Oh, today. Today. April 10th. Yes. Today is that day. Yes. The day that will live in infamy. You want to give us a little bit of your story? Yeah, share it with us, Pastor. Let me finish this, and then we'll go into a little bit of that. What are you finishing? Shopping. I'm shopping. We're, we're doing a podcast. I, uh, well, I want to have my own mic so that way well, people can hear me. <laughs> I understand that, but 
we're, we're actually recording this right yeah. now. Yeah, I got you. I got. All I got to do is click my name and address real quick. So what's your address? Um, 702, here and there. Beep. Lake <laughs> we'll get his phone number in there too, right? Yeah. 314. You know beep, beep, Everybody's beep, already beep, got beep, that. Beep, 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 beep. That is true. That's true. Everybody do have does number. have that. Everybody's got the... A lot so, of people have my address since we haven't got our building to Reclaiming Hope yet. We do a lot of it out of our house. So. Oh, that's right. Ooh. But you don't want the internet to have that address. I don't care. Right. What are they going to do? Get shot? <laughs> get Yeah, they're going to get shot. That's I see. I hear what you're saying. I hear you're clucking big chicken. Right, Sweet chicken. Bok, bok. Sweet chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a mic on the way. Woo. Is it overnight? Uh, no, they didn't have an overnight option for it. So it'll oh, be here Wednesday? Really? Because when I ordered mine, I ordered it like around this time, and I got it before 11 o'clock the next day. Here, let me click on change shipping speed. Is that going to make a difference? Will the we gods at ship. Amazon look down upon we us? We second day or next day air to P.O. box. Okay, and? Are you shipping to a P.O. box? That's what I thought he you said. had a real address. No, man, I live in a P.O. box. He lives in a box in the P.O. area. No, he lives in a P.O. box. Oh. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's get back to this discussion yeah, about uh, recovery about here. And we'll go into uh, your P.O. box. I'm trying to see what it says because I didn't even pay any attention because I figured we weren't doing nothing tomorrow. So. Oh, we don't well, have yeah, to. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, well, it's it's fine. We're not going to do this yeah. again tomorrow. Probably won't do it again until Saturday if we try. Or, or yeah, Saturday next week, whenever Yeah. Whenever we can get all this stuff together. Yeah, sure. What are you doing? That is strange that it just, it's not showing me. Like, the order so I could see whatever I selected. I could have sort of said... Wednesday, though. Let's go look at your orders. Your orders, yeah, arriving Wednesday. That's I mean, that's good enough for me. Yeah. The funny thing is I could plug mine into my computer and I could record sound that way. On the computer, but not through this one. Right. I mean, we could just put them all together. So, uh, you know, Sunday I played my video for my testimony at church yeah. for Easter. Yeah. A little easier to, to describe it that way. Just hit play and let the video have it. Yeah, there you go. That's always easy. <clears throat> so that's what we should do. Record our testimonies next time the church says, hey, you want to come share your testimony at RCR? Yep, here's the video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would really appreciate that, but... No. My goodness, who does that? <clears throat> I probably you would. would. <laughs> And they would never ask you again. Now you're learning. <laughs> we have to go and share our experience, strength, and hope wherever we can, though. Yes, I know. You know, it's what's funny, though. I woke up this morning. Wife looks at me, and she's like, hey, congratulations. And you're I'm like, not pregnant. For what? <laughs> I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I may look pregnant, but I'm not pregnant. I'm like, what are you talking about? You got she rid goes, of the syphilis, right? She's like, 11 years. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was coming because April 5th, 2012, when I found myself in the hotel room 
it was Monday Thursday. So it's Holy Week. Yeah. And so this year it fell on just a day off. Just want to screw loose. That's all right. That but um, it always makes this week a pretty emotional week. When you remember sitting in a hotel room and wanting to die. Um, and then God keeping you alive and now you have to figure out why. So that way three of us could be on here and do a podcast. That's why God said you're going to be alive. That's right. Oh, this is all God's plan. It is. That that's what's up. Yeah, because you, know, you know, eleven years from now, where you're thinking, "Oh, well, I'm awake, I'm alive, I'm going to be doing a podcast with a with a couple of knuckleheads." Why are we always got to be knuckleheads? You know what a knucklehead is. We're trying not. What to is swear. your definition of a duck knucklehead, Derek? Well, I was <laughs> a knucklehead at one time. <laughs> You look it up in a dictionary and it just shows Derek. Speaking of which, we should probably introduce ourselves. Hey, that might help. Well, I'm a grateful believer that struggles with addiction and mental health. My name is Derek. What's up, Derek? I'm a grateful believer who struggles with anger and depression. My name's Jim. What's hey, up, Jim? Jim. Grateful believer in Jesus, struggles with addiction. My name is Shane. What's up, hey, Shane? Shane? Well, there you go. And this is the Awakened Sober Podcast. What? Bye. Yeah, where we talk about recovery, we talk about Christ, and we talk about life. Recovery, life, Christ. Christ, life, recovery. Christ, recovery, life, and recovery life. in Christ. Life, recovery in Christ. Well, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> he was trying to get a little, little get him. <laughs> I did that the last time. I don't like the noise of these. Whenever what? I'm turning my head, I go, oh, your beard pulling the cord. It probably is. My goodness. Yeah, it's, uh, so, 11 years ago. 11 years ago, I woke up. Uh, I just wrote it earlier, too. Um, so, I checked myself at a center point hospital April 9th, 2012. So wake up, woke up April 10th, 2012, for the first time, being sober. And man, you're talking about a weird feeling. Waking up knowing that you can't go score. Waking up knowing that it is the first day of your new life. And uh, it was a scary thought to think, man, I'm never going to be able to walk my daughters down the aisle and go have a drink afterwards. I'm not going to be able to go to a baseball game uh, a hockey game, and yet over those next 28 days, I learned some of the greatest tools I could have learned. Um, <clears throat> I remember Big Lou, and he's still there at Center Point. Um, he gives you a coin when you go to leave. It's pretty cool. He coins you out, and he hands you this coin. He says, now, if you could take this coin, and with these two fingers, you could bend it, you could drink. Oh, you know how many times I try to bend that coin and never could a lot. I'm like, I wonder if I like put a little dent in the middle of it. Would it make it easier? Probably. But that'd be cheating. It would be cheating. And I never did it. But, you know, the the obsession, the compulsion, the desire didn't last long. So that was a beautiful thing. It is the more I surrendered, the more that I became willing (coughs) to be sober, the less and less the cravings ever happened. But I was told when I left recovery, when I left a center point to go straight to a meeting, 
Don't pass go. Don't go get something to eat. Go to a meeting. Sit down. Shut up. Listen. Find a sponsor and work some steps. Mm. So when I left, my mom picked me up because I didn't have a car anymore. My mom picked me up from treatment. We left, went straight to a meeting. <clears throat> the guy looked at me and said, man, you're here way too early to even help. He said, go get something to eat and then come back and you can help me set up. <laughs> so I went and grabbed a big old burrito and came back and sat there and helped him. Big set old up. burrito. Oh, yeah, man. It was, um, it was Del Taco here in O'Fallon, but they closed, <laughs> became another Mexican restaurant before they became Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a Del Taco? It was a Del Taco originally, yes. Oh, yeah. Camacho Burrito? But it wasn't Del Taco when I went. It was the other place. Oh, the other place, yeah. And so I went back and I went to help him. Now it's the beginning of May, and uh, it's warm outside, but I'm in a hoodie freezing. When I went to make my, my first cup of coffee, I could only put this much coffee. <laughs> Hopefully the video's working. This much coffee. I mean, not even a, not even a little a over a quarter, but not quite Excuse a half me. a cup. And otherwise, I'd shake the coffee out of it because I was shaking so bad still. And, uh, man, that lasted all summer long. July, I was wearing a, a hoodie. But I remember that first meeting... And I think between what they told me in treatment and what I heard this guy say in the first meeting, it helped me to stay sober. Because in, in NA, Narcotics Anonymous, they give key tags. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting here shaking, trying to get a sip of coffee, and it just ain't working. So I get to look at it, but I can't really drink it. And this guy shares, and you got all these people getting up and down, up and down, and going out the doors of this meeting. And uh, the guy goes to share, and he's like, Hey, do you want to learn how to quit getting these white key tags? And the white key tag is our blue chip. Mm. You want to learn how to quit getting these white key tags? So it's your surrender. Yeah. Yeah. He says, sit down, shut up, pay attention, get a sponsor, and work the steps. Yep. And that's you what I that, did. You heard that twice in the same, from two different people on the same day? And that within two days of each other, and yeah. Within two days of each other, okay. Yeah, and I mean, he... <clears throat> The guy that said it at the meeting, hey, Scott, if you hear this, love you, man, miss you. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Um, they called him Angry Scott. Yeah. Sounds like somebody right up my alley. Yeah, he hooked up my mom's roof even. He was a pretty good roofer. He did a good job. Okay. Um, but he was pretty passionate. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me, and that's what I did, man. I worked the steps. I showed up at meetings. I sat in his seat and paid attention, took notes. You're you know, still taking notes today. I still take still notes. Still taking notes today. That's awesome. Maybe yeah. we get Scott to come in and, and do a podcast with us yeah. one time just to share his story as well. You know, Dan ran into him not too long ago. And Was said, anybody hurt? Huh? <laughs> Scott got hurt. Dan ran him over. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> Why you laughing? Oh jeez. Okay. Wow. But yeah, I would say, man, these last eleven years have been a blast. I got to meet some idiots. I mean, some great people along the way. Um, some great mentors. Some great sponsors. Worked the uh, the steps a lot. Forgave a lot. But yeah, let's talk about something fun. Let's do that. What you want to talk about? 
but not herpes. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> That's the one thing you cannot leave in Vegas if you can get it from Vegas. It picked up. It's showing up here that it's loud. You know how they say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? And herpes doesn't no. listen to that. You bring that with you. That's right. Every time. So what is the fun thing you want to talk about while you check your text messages? What do I want to talk about? Crazy kids. Oh, no, boy. I don't want to talk about that either. <clears throat> well, they're all over the place. Yeah, that's true. But I am looking forward to doing this as soon as we can get all the tools, the right tools in. Yeah. I guess I should have just read before I bought another wire. Oh, yeah. I, I can take notes. <laughs> just move on. Just move just on. Just move okay. on. Just move on. Uh, so I heard a funny DJ thing DJ Jim over here has been on me about not we, reading we, or we watching can. videos enough, you know, and stuff. So I'm not the only one. Oh, you're not? Okay. <laughs> sure thing. So I heard I heard the funniest thing today. What's that? Uh, you know how uh, the that person, Dylan Mulvaney, have you heard about all this stuff? Mm-mm. Who's Dylan Mulvaney? I so don't know. So is a boy who's pretending to be a girl. Mm. Okay, and has is on TikTok and has gone 365 days being a girl, has had facial reconstruction surgery, oh, and is taking hormones and stuff, and is very out about transitioning into a girl, whether or not it's a polit- uh, not a political stunt, publicity uh, stunt? publicity stunt. There thank you. you. Uh, is yet to be seen, but a beer manufacturer that used to be headquartered here in St. Louis sent this person a bunch of cans of their beer. and uh, Okay, I've heard this, that part. You heard, yeah. yeah, and so that's why, you know, they're, they're trying to bring in the younger drinkers by partnering with this trans person. But the funny thing is, how did the guy say it? I want to make sure I get it right. But he said, we shouldn't, be, oh. we shouldn't be too surprised that a girl or a, a man pretending to be a woman gets sponsored by water that's pretending to be beer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's really not something we should talk about too much here, but I think we all kind of understand the gist of that. Yeah. I thought you were going to bring up it it gives new meaning to... um, What did that meme say? It gives new meaning to pounding a... Something when you get home. It's oh. not a tube. Oh, a tall boy. Oh, ooh, ooh, whoa, nice. Yeah, uh, that's a meme that's going all across every social media platform. Oh, I've wow. not seen that one yet. No, no, thank, no. Thank the you. one I seen where it talks about Budweiser being the, the queen of beers now. Ooh, ooh yeah, yes. that's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the Bush family is all rolling over in their graves, and not, they're not even dead yet. <laughs> You like that? That was a good one. That was pretty good. That was good. We'll give you that one. <laughs> oh, and so here's a good meme that I found. That now, whatever your political affiliation is, whatever, this is funny. I don't care who you are. You have to remember, if you're a man who wants to be a woman, when you get over 40, you're still going to have to get a prostate exam. Just like that. Well, that's some information we all needed to know. No, ain't it, people? It hey, is. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate that very much. Uh, 
Uh, one thing I was was talking today, so I've talked to a lot of older individuals, like older than myself, and we all know I'm getting there. But anyway, and going back, well, listen, pay attention now. No, not that that old slick. They go back and uh, they're not using walkers. No, then stop. All right. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make here is 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 if you know when we come to find out of recovery, it takes we get we join a community. It takes individuals. It takes us truly manning up and asking for the help that we need to get. And then and I'm talking with these older individuals, and they you know they want to be like I want the help, but they did, being old school mentality. They don't know how to ask for it. Sure. And, that, and, and being well, able they're to too talk. proud to ask for it, probably. Right. It's the, it's the pride thing. You know, we're men. We don't need no help. We don't cry. We don't feel emotions, all that jive, old That's school right. jive. Yeah. So, you know, being able to talk with these guys and actually, you know, I, I don't want to say that, you know, I make them break down, but as I'm speaking with them, you can see that, you know, they start breaking down and just like, you know, what do I do? What do I do? And it's like, dude, ask for help. All right. Yeah. That's why you're here, is it? Well, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Ask for help. It takes a community. We can't do this on our own because if we could, we wouldn't be here. Because God didn't make us to be on our own. No, he did not. Unless we're in a zombie apocalypse. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? Where did that come from? (laughs) Zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Sorry, Ashley's been watching The Walking Dead. Okay. She's been binging The Walking Dead on on uh, Netflix. I never watched it because, truthfully, okay, I'm in touch with my emotions and my feelings and stuff as a man. <laughs> but truthfully, I don't like zombies. I don't like zombies at all. No. Never did. Uh, I don't want to say they gave me nightmares, but they've given me some really bad dreams. Right. Okay. Not as bad as Godzilla when I was a kid looking through my the big uh, sliding glass door that was in my bedroom at the time. Now, that was some scary stuff. No, we know what the scariest movie of all time is, though, right? Zombievers? Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. For you, yes. Did snakes you imagine on a zombie plane. snakes? <laughs> zombie snakes. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, there was a there was a scene that I, I happened to watch with, with Ashley, and there was uh, like a pack of dogs that were going to attack the people because the people were really tired. Right. They were they were running from the zombies and trying to get someplace and they haven't had any food and the dogs were just going to eat them, right? And then somebody comes up in the AR and just pew, 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 pew. So, but I was like, are the dogs going to be zombies now? And she's like, no, she shot them in the brain. Zombie dogs? Did they have zombie dogs? I don't remember seeing that, but that's I scary. don't know. That is kind of scary. Because my dog is so dumb. <laughs> you think it's a zombie? How dumb is she? She's so dumb. If she was a zombie, she'd be starving within a couple of days. I'm just saying. She'd so, be stuck behind the fence. Have you ever heard of the music group uh, Family Force Five? Family Force Five, yeah. Yeah, they got a song called Zombie. Uh-huh. And it's, it talks about us as Christians as we die to self, to our old self, and being reborn. So it's kind of like zombie-like. Before we die to ourselves or after? After we die to ourselves. It's like so we're, we're zombies. So we're all zombies now? Is that what you're trying to say? Pretty much. That's what kind of the joke about the song is, yeah. Is it a farce? Ish. Okay. Yeah. It's Family Force 5. Okay. You know. I don't know how to find it. What are you looking for? That what you wanted to talk about? Well, what he brought up, 
what Derek brought up about not asking for help. Oh. Till Valhalla has all the shirts that I love. You right. Know, be the person that, that they look to, you know, all the good stuff. Well, here, what I have on right now. Stay. Tomorrow needs you. Yeah, so it's oh, the nice. mental health um, T-shirt. Yeah. And they got a lot of them, and they got one about, um, I don't know if it's real heroes or bravery, but it says something about asking for help. And I wanted to order it, and I went to the website, and I don't even see it on the website all of a sudden. No, it's not there, yeah. Hmm. When you want it, it's not there. And I'm sitting there scrolling through their whole Facebook feed. Uh-huh. Do we need to be like that one thing I had about sponsoring you? us? Ooh. No. Why? I like Till Valhalla's stuff. I just don't like Valhalla. Yes. Oh, Valhalla. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah, one of my favorite games is called Valhalla. Sure, but that's a game. And? It's a t-shirt. And they raise money for suicide awareness and vets. Let's see. There oh, you what's go. wrong with that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? That we should get people like that sponsoring us, like Black Rifle Coffee and all that stuff. Ooh, Black. Oh, yeah, speaking of which. Okay, so back on to uh, Shane being at meetings and shaking his coffee cup like he's uh, <laughs> Michael J. Fox or something. A zombie. Uh, so I thought, <laughs> what? I thought you didn't like coffee. Is that is that why you don't like coffee now? Because you can never drink it when you really needed it. Cause I didn't even really care for coffee back then. No, I was just doing it because I was at a meeting and that's what they did: smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. So you wanted to fit in. It was I a just new, wanted to do something. It was a new crowd of people, so yeah, you got to fit in. Okay, I'm just checking. You know, just asking. What do the sober people do? Oh, well, looks like they smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. So hey, why not? So that's what we do. Yeah. All right, let's let's do it. No, I don't smoke anymore. I vape. It's probably worse for you. I, and you're I, gonna die of something, right? I guess. You know, it says once I give my life over to Christ, I live forever. Speaking of which, eternal life, baby. Matthew sixteen twenty five and twenty six. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in, cha- in exchange for you their soul? That of? The Bible. It's in the Bible. You, man, you're such a dork. I don't know why I put up with you. What was the, I don't either. The zip code, man, to the scripture you were Matthew 16, 25 and 26. This is Matthew sixteen twenty four is actually like my life scripture <clears throat> about taking up your cross and following Christ. Yeah, and then it says, <coughs> it if, says all if that. You want to save your life? You got to lose it. Yeah. So does that is that is that where the zombie thing comes from? Yeah, we have to die to our old self. Yeah. And walk around like a zombie. All right, I'm gonna quit looking for the shirt. Because it's going to come up here in a little bit. It will, yeah, since we're talking about Like it. that can of stuff that I sent you. Oh, my goodness. What happened? Uh, it, it's it, it's probably not appropriate for the podcast, but... Okay, no it's one. really not appropriate for anyone. No. <laughs> but it's Never kind mind. of funny how... Facebook. We talk about stuff. Google and Facebook. Yeah. They're, they're in cahoots or something. Because as soon as we talk about it, boom, it's there. Well, in the ads. Except for my shirt. Except for the shirt. Oh, it'll be there in a minute. <laughs> so what were you talking about what scripture 
Spanish. You want to keep your Bible. life, you got to lose it. What you're going to do? What? The Spanish part off my Bible. Oh, yeah. So here we go. We don't know, man. We can do the scripture. So it says, "Por qué cuela que de quisiera salvar sus vida la perdura y cariquera que pidiera su vida por cosa de mi la hala." Suvida? Are they cooking? Oh, what? I heard suvida. Oh, suvida. So what is suvida? He has no idea what he just said. I said sous vide, your life. Your life. Well, in French, sous vide is a a cooking soup for you. Where you boil stuff in a bag. It's like boiling in a bag. You know, you ever heard it say, mi vida loca? I used to live la vida loca. Yeah, you were, yeah, you still are. I try not to these days because if I say the wrong thing, my wife's a nurse, she knows how to get rid of me. Well, we all know how to get rid of you. How's that? Can't tell you. Did the police will find you? Oh, yeah. gotcha. What? Shoot you. So I'm sorry. You said Matthew what? Oh, sixteen. I forgot a T. Twenty-five. Matthew sixteen. Oops. Twenty-five and twenty-six. Since he's doing that, ooh, I got to be careful with how hard I'm don't bang so hard. Don't bang a gong. So what was that shirt? Before what was the shirt? Going, yeah. What was the, the theme? So of it the said shirt? like um, real strength comes in asking for help or oh, okay. Let's yeah, it's Yeah, it's uh, cuz they always have something good. Okay. So, did you want to have? Did you want to talk more about Matthew sixteen twenty five twenty six? Oh, let's not use the NLT, huh? I guess we could. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what you, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Mm. Is it? Not anymore, anyways. <laughs> right not anymore yeah I mean there was a time that you know it was all about me hmm. right know? but now it's like it's Pastor Francis would say it's not about you child yeah it's not always about you it's not about you well, we just went totally dead so we did that would that would have been a great break for a sponsor yes like like reclaiming hope-mo.org Right. He did good. The recovery was, center that is a church. Yes. We'll, we'll, or we'll, the church that is a recovery center. We are looking into the future right now. Yes. We'll have a building. We'll have people playing ping pong and foosball and doing meetings and counseling. Lots of services. And recovery will be our denomination. Recovery will be our denomination. How about Jesus, just the denomination? Can it just be Jesus, period, so we don't have to have a denomination? Let's talk about that. <clears throat> Let's talk so, about it. So here's here's the thing that I find interesting. Like, all of mm-hmm. our current Christian religious denominations are based off of what? They're based off of Paul's letters, really. Yeah. Because 
Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, right? And most of them give advice on certain things and kind of actually tell us how to live our lives, which has been taken to the extreme because now we've got certain churches, denominations, whatever you want to call them, who are as legalistic or maybe more legalistic than the Jewish hierarchy back in Jesus' time. Yeah. Why aren't we focusing our thoughts, our prayers, our energies onto what Jesus said, not what Paul has said? Why is Paul trumping Jesus? Hmm. Well, the problem is you've got a bunch of men. I, I mean, let's, let's look at every denomination. Who was it created by? Men. And it's usually when a man gets butt hurt that he, it was my phone. Uh, it's usually when a man gets butt hurt, wants to leave one denomination and start another one. Then he wants to start another one. Right. Uh, because it depends how they decide that they're going to translate scripture. But even so, most of our organized Christian religions today are based more off of Paul's letters. Because Paul gave the instructions how to be a church. He wrote the, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. This is how we do it. <laughs> no, that's what how it, you do. No, that's exactly what it was. I mean, it was, you read the, you read the um, fiscals or whatever they call them, that uh, the letters from Paul, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, when you read them and that it really talks, you know, he's telling, hey, you're do more or less telling you guys are doing it wrong. This is what Christ wanted us to do. And that, like, uh, I've been listening to First Corinthians and a couple of guys doing a Bible study on that and their discussion, you know, what the Corinthians were doing all wrong would be their sexual immoralities, they, you know, the, all about themselves as opposed to being deliverers of the word and all that kind of thing. Hmm. So it's kind of what Paul was doing. Like he said, telling us how to church. Yeah, I don't think he ever gave them instructions how to exclude people, no. how to put certain flags out front of our church. Um, Paul never did those kind of things, right? Right. That's that's the man side of it. That is our flesh side. And we're going to always have somebody. I'm thinking of, of a person that we go to church with that's super legalistic. I mean, he takes things and adds to it to make it so legalistic sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then you got some of us that are on the other side that we love to play in a gray area when it comes to saving, helping save souls, right? To, to get the word of Jesus out there. And so these letters to these churches are like, hey, stupid, wake up. You're not doing as Jesus said to do. One, Jesus said to love. And we've had the Old Testament, the New Testament. We've had everything lined out for us, but we still want to mess it up, make it our own. True. So I don't think... Paul is ever trumping Jesus. I don't think Paul ever said anything that Jesus wouldn't have really agreed with. But he had to give some instructions because they were just screwing it all up. Look at us now. We're still screwing it up 2,000 years later. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Majorly. I mean, when you go to a church and you preach as pen a cost... We're messing something up. We're bringing our own, our own issues, 
to the altar of Jesus and we're making it about us and not about him. Just like I just said a few minutes ago, well, as Pastor Francis would say, it's not about you, honey. Scripture from Paul in 1 Corinthians 1.10. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there is no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. But how do you do that? Let's say, you, let, let's say you have a board of seven people. Right. How do you have... How do you agree on everything in mind and thought? That's hard to do. There's a lot of, there's either what a lot of compromise do? or I'm going to smack you. There's a lot of compromise or nothing will get done. Right? Everything has to be a compromise. And I never liked that WWJD thing. Instead of that, I always said, why don't we just do what Jesus would do? Why do we have to ask what would Jesus do? Because he, he tells he, us what to do. He wore it and said, what would Jim do? <laughs> now, that may be true. <laughs> yeah, Jesus would love. And he'd tell a parable. Yeah. He would, too. Yeah. He'd tell a parable that had three or four different stories in it that you could learn from. Mm -hmm. And he'd love them anyway. Yep. He said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. Amen. That's right. But the problem is we don't like to die to ourselves. So, I mean, this scripture is good, but if we really want to talk about it, when does our surrender come in? When does our, our willingness come in to, hey, I got to die to myself, pick up my cross and follow him, which means it can't always be about me and my views. I have to say it's about Jesus. So how do we love like Jesus? How do we run this church and be the church like Jesus would want us to be. Right. That's the hard part, isn't it? Getting out of your own way because it's it's impossible to have seven people sit around and the only thing that we should not disagree on, I mean, the only thing that we would not disagree on would be Jesus. Right. But now the things Jesus asks us to do, those aren't easy. Oh, gosh, no. They never have been. Let me pray for my enemies. That's not easy. It's not. But let me tell you the feeling that you get when you can actually start doing that. It's that you get. I've had, I've had moments now that I've been looking at my enemy dead in the eyes and forgiving them for what I feel the way I do towards them, uh-huh. and that, and I've taken the time out and have prayed for them, mm-hmm. and that, and I never thought in a million years I would have ever do that, you know, just because be my pride. Be you know not totally dying to myself because I still had carried a lot of hatred and stuff inside of me that I did not realize I had. You held a grudge. Uh, no man, I just straight up hated the dude. Just, oh jeez, <laughs> it was nothing to do with the grudge. I did, <laughs> I did not like him. He could have been on fire in front of me, and I probably would have. Yeah, you wouldn't I, have peed on him to put him out. I would not have. Wow. That. But now through Christ, I've been able to work through that and. I don't feel that kind of way to him anymore. I mean, I'm not going to go have dinner with the guy, but at the same time, I have no remorse or hatred towards him. There's no hatred. Gotcha. It's a good way to put it. I just don't have hatred. Sometimes we got to love from a distance. Yeah. Once we forgive, 
Reconciliation doesn't mean that we're going to be buddy-buddy, but it means that I've been reconciled to God because I finally forgave. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah, because like we hear about it all the time, forgiveness isn't about the other person. It's about us. Right? Right. And, And they say the same... And they say the same thing about making an amends where I think if if I'm forgiving somebody, one, they're not going to know I'm forgiving them. Right. You know, so it really is about me and God. But when it comes to making an amends and they say, well, it's not about the other person. It's about cleaning your side of the street. Well, I think that's a greedy, selfish way to look at it. If I'm making an amends properly, mm-hmm. it is about reconciling with God and reconciling with that person. It's truly I my heart has changed and I'm sorry for what I've done to you. And so I want to make that right and I'm going to do whatever it takes because I want you to be made whole as well. I want you to to experience the forgiveness that I've got to experience for forgiving people. And what you do, I know what it's going to do for your life. So I wouldn't say that when I do an amends, it's not about them. If they don't receive it, that's their problem. But done with the right heart, it is about them. Because we want them to experience the same thing that we've experienced. Okay. Right. I mean, let me just go ahead and share, like, the situation with my ex-wife. I did not, even going up to the court and doing what I had to do, I did not want nothing bad to come upon her over the situation. You know, I wanted her to be able to work on her way of going and seeing the girls. I don't want to do, I went through that for 12 years. I don't want to do that to them. You know, and I'm sure a lot of people looked at me like, how can you feel that way about someone who did that to you? It ain't about them. It's about me. And, that, you know, I don't want to see that because, I, you know, like you were saying, we want to see good things come to, we'd like to see come to everybody. Yeah. You know, even if we had to get past our own thoughts and beliefs on situations and see that. And I don't think that she deserves to go through what she's going, even right now with only seeing the kids four times a year. It's, it's gotta, it's gotta be rough on her, and you know, I don't want that for her. You know, I'm not gonna go back and marry her and, and raise a family with her, and I'm like Your that. Your wife would kill you. <clears throat> yeah, but the point being is, you know, I want to see the best for her, and I really do want to have the girls to have a relationship with their mother. Well, that's wonderful. I agree. They should. Yeah. Well, but she's gonna work on her. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I had to do that because that's the that's the how not to do how it. Not amends. to do it. That's right. There's no but in amends. No, I make amends for what I did last night, but you had no right. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, you can't do that. No, okay. it don't. That's that's why your wife threatens you all the time, because that's what you do. <clears throat> What do you really Man, I know better. <laughs> right. That won't happen That's... in my house unless I'm messing with her. Right. <laughs> Poking the bear. You know it was your fault, woman. Ooh. You know, I, I had fun reading that scripture this weekend, too. I, I was reading out of John for Easter for okay. yesterday. And uh, so when the, when the angels are sitting there, they said, Woman, why are you crying? <laughs> I'm like... Nothing better than putting that in the Bible, because you know all them ladies in the in the pews hated hearing that. Hey, woman, <laughs> yo, woman, what's up? Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know why I had to bring it up, but I did. <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> right, because it's true. I said that to my wife every once in a while. Woman, I'm hungry. And then she says, and? <laughs> you better go get something to eat. You know where the kitchen is, yeah. yeah grab me something while you're in the <laughs> chair. Yeah. Yes, ma'am, what you want? Exactly. That's crazy. Oh, wow. That's the thing. Choosing life. We life. choose life. Choose life in abundantly. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. That's why we're still here. So. No matter what our, li- our wives think about us. So this Matthew 16, 25, and 26, is this going to become a verse for us here? I'm talking this way instead of oh, this it, way. Oh, it was a verse of the day on oh, the okay. Bible app that I pulled up. Uh, I just thought it was just kind of a... I think it fits for what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're not willing to give up our old way of life. Well, let's go back to what we were talking about in the last podcast that we had, that we were talking about the studio minds, How you know, feeling a certain way, just like you said, you know, this doesn't say that you don't reach out to the addicts and stuff like that. And a lot of the reason why people aren't doing that is because of their old ways mm-hmm. and stuff. And they feel a certain way towards addicts and alcoholics and people with issues or whatnot. So as Jesus is saying, we have to die to that person and take up the, bear the cross of having to help these people. Yeah. You know, bearing the cross of whatever it is that brought us to that point in the first place and stuff like that. And stuff like that. Stuff like that. Got anything else, Shane? He's thinking really hard. Oh, no. I know. He looks like he's about to and poop. He, his ears are covered <laughs> so you can't see the smoke coming out. It's what's nice is I could actually hear. Oh, yeah, they sound that good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. Can you turn up my volume in my headset a little bit? <clears throat> is it this one? No, nope, that's me. Is it this one? Can you hear better now? Is it this one? Yeah, I should be the one with this right here. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, right. So. I'm number four. Ooh. Can you hear Lord me now? have mercy. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Man, I need one of them for home. And then if I want to mute people, I just, just mute them. Yeah. <laughs> huh? What you saying? Can't hear you. Well, you should have been listening. Ooh. Now I can't touch the table no more because I. <laughs> it's that loud. It's that loud. Well, there you go. That'll keep you from doing it. I think you're right though. Matthew sixteen twenty five should be a set scripture for us. It, man, it's picking up over here. I know he can hear yeah, me. Yeah, but I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> here, man, treat it like you love it. Go on. What was I saying? <laughs> it, sh- it should be the verse for us. Yes, yeah. yes. Does that make sense? I mean, whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Yeah, and that and that's the perfect verses. Yes, because we are stepping outside of ourselves and anything that we could have you doing in life right now, mm. to bring things like this podcast to individuals looking in recovery needing our help. No, God forbid, God forgive <clears throat> us for the, those people, man. I'm so sorry, everyone. I mean, here's what's nice is we've learned how to do recovery. Yeah, we've been right. doing it long enough. Yeah. There's no one way. This is the perfect way, except for, for Jesus. Ooh, let's turn this down just a little. Ooh. <laughs> that was pretty loud. I bet it was. I mean, Jesus is the way, right? The way, the truth, the life. But to get them there, 
there's many different paths. And the more that people dive in, it will really truly give recovery an opportunity, like give it their all. It's, it's just so much fun to watch because when we get to go to a treatment center, then we get to do intensive outpatient or PHP, then an IOP, then OP, and, and we keep doing these things that people are telling us to do, even though we might not agree with them, looking up definitions of words, calling every day at a certain time just so that way I could record a message. Learning to do things outside of our ourselves is a beautiful thing. Learning new habits is a beautiful thing. Learning how to pick up a phone and ask for help is, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. Amen. Because men, I, and I don't know about women, I'm just not once. I may act like one sometimes, or at least Way a big baby. Way to play that safe. You're, you're a little Christian. Good job on that one. Yeah. But for men, it's hard to pick up the phone and call another man and say, hey, I'm struggling. Can you help me with this? And the, the thing that it's taught me is how to say, hey, I don't know how to fix this around my house. Can you come over and help? Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't understand this. Can you help? So through having to pick up a phone and call my sponsor and call other people in the program, it's also taught me how to ask for help in other areas of my life. There's things that I'm good at. There's things that James is good at. There's things that you're good at. Right. And we're not all three good at the same thing. Which is why it's a beautiful thing. Yes. You need a wedding or a funeral? Call me up. I got you covered. Right. (laughs) You need some fixed in your house? Same day. Don't even call me. Call me. (laughs) Come fix it. Oh, geez. I can come and bring you a tool, but I can't fix the thing. No. Right. Oh, gosh, no. So. Yeah, my wife made that mistake one year. (laughs) She did, didn't she? She did. Would ask me to come fix something? Yeah, my fence, but if I was out of town. Oh yeah, but it wasn't me that fixed. I just no, carried things. No, well, see, that's 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 the beauty of what Shane has done because he's touched enough people. He knew who to get in contact to bring over to help fix the fence while you were out of town. That's true. So he he didn't. I mean, he, he did a couple of things, but yeah, I mainly carried stuff. Ma- yeah, but mainly he he called the right guy, who's like, oh yeah, I do this stuff. So. And that's what helped picking up a phone. Yeah. All right. So on that, guys, uh, it's we're 50 minutes into the podcast, so I think this is about a good time to call it a day. And that, uh, so with the love and respect of our other brother that wants to join us, do we set up a day like Mondays, well, seven we're o'clock? We're not going to do that on the podcast. We'll do this offline. So. Well, thank you for joining us here at um, Awake and Silver Podcast. We appreciate you guys' time. Good night. God bless. Please. Amen. Amen. That's right. <laughs>